Hello and welcome to the Third Reel Podcast, a show where we geek out over movies, TV shows, and how awesome our moms are. That's right, it's a very special Mother's Day episode of the oh, Third shit, Reel is it Mother's Podcast. Day? That's right. <laughs> With me as always, and keeping us on a tight schedule so he's not late for his mom, it's Mike. Hey, yeah, I gotta leave in 50, uh, 56 minutes. Ah, so Alright, start the time. We are, we, are, we are booking this thing today. And on the other side, we have this mother-loving son of a... Well, I don't know. She's actually a lovely person. I'm not going to say that. Uh, but he's a mother-lover who loves his mom. It's Ryan. Uh, <laughs> I'm a mother-lover. You're a Not that one. No, no, oh, no. not that one. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, thanks for the reminder. Uh, it is Mother's Day uh, as we're recording this. I had better place an order for Uber flowers. Do you think that's a thing? Totally. I um, guarantee. I guarantee you can find number, someone to deliver flowers. Uh, it's going to cost you an arm and a leg because uh, you waited <laughs> to the last minute. Yeah. Right. Just send me your credit card info. I promise you, I'll take care of everything. Your mother will be so you, surprised. You know what? Hold on. I'm going to read it out to you. Uh, do you have a pen? It is five five sure. five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually. Uh, legit, I am driving right past your mother's place on the way to my mother's place. If you need me to stop and get two sets of flowers instead of one set of flowers, that's not a big deal. So nice of you. All right, you know, we'll, con- yeah. we'll connect afterwards. They're both going yeah. to his mom, but he just wanted to know if he wants to spend yeah, your money just... to do it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I, dri- I can drive. I'm pretty sure right. your mom's what not What the hell the did the we come here today for? <laughs> Gentlemen, just today... to talk about our moms? So, why not? It's, I mean, it is Mother's Day. Yeah. It seems like that would be the appropriate day to talk about your mother. Today, we're going to talk about comic books used for digital currency, video games turned into movies, and Owen Wilson is a superhero? Everything's turned upside down. I need my mommy. But since that I mean, I think happen, Owen Wilson's always considered a superhero, isn't he? <laughs> he is in, in our my hearts. Book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but since I wow. can't get my mommy, That's my uh, let's just get nerdy. Mike, you want to start us off? Sure. Um, so, uh, our first story is a shocker. It turns out that award shows are kind of bullshit. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> Great. More of this. I get Actually, it. You don't like the Oscars. You no, this is different. It has nothing to do with the Oscars this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Golden Globes. The, so, the company oh, no that runs the Golden those. Globes is called the Hollywood Free Press Association. All right. Uh, and it would turn out, so it turns out that they're not very free and they're not very foreign, um, or yeah, whatever. I will go with it. Um, <laughs> free press, foreign press association. Um, so they they've come under some scrutiny lately. Um, they only so it turns out there's only 87 members, um, and they choose the Golden Globes. And they all work they cho- for Universal, or like no, that's not the problem. Uh, the problem is they 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 take contributions to pick other people's movies, and there's very Bribes, little I oversight. I, th- I think the term is called a bribe. Uh, no, not quite. Um, it's more of a it's more of a payoff, uh, a second paycheck. Um, okay. So. The issue, okay. So the other issue they have is uh, it's a very um, it's a very one-dimensional group. A lot of old white people. Old white dudes. Nah, there it yeah. is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
Um, so they they have uh, so so Hollywood in general, really Netflix, Amazon, which Amazon seems kind of weird in this case. You know, maybe don't throw too many stones from your glass house. Um, <laughs> but uh, and now and now a um, a bunch of um, publicists, so like actors, publicists, have gotten okay. together and said that um, you know you you need to do better. And the free press came out and said, okay, we'll do better. And they came out uh, again and Netflix and them came out again and said, yeah, no, we actually meant you need to do better. Not you need to like say, say something that sounds like you're going to do better, <laughs> but then not actually do anything. And so the end, the end of the day is uh, they're going to increase their membership by 50%. Uh, they're going to hire a bunch of new uh, C-level people. So uh, a COO, a CFO, a uh, chief inclusion officer i think we called him which seems like an odd title but all right i feel like that could be a little bit less on the nose a little less pandering uh and and hr and hr department is the big ones um so it feels like that would be the overlap right with the chief inclusion officer shouldn't that be hr it can't be inclusion officer i have to have that wrong but that's exactly that's what i remember anyway they they're they're and no one's happy about it. So we'll see. The, <laughs> oh, Chief Diversity uh, Equity. Oh, Jesus. Wow, Chief that's it's diversity, just getting worse. Uh, equality and Inclusion Officer. So the CDEIO. CDEIO. And, <laughs> E-I-E-I-O. Bingo, what's his name? and oh. on that farm. MG. I mean, I get it. They need, yeah. they've been, they've had these blinders on for so long that they essentially have to hire someone to stand beside them and say, no, you're doing it again. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, so they've set it's a, definitely they've necessary. Set September first for the deadline for the new CDEIO, um, but they have no. So that they want a new CEO, a new CHRO, a new CFO. <laughs> okay, so yeah, and, they're they're so trying this to is reform. Old McDonald's? I mean, it's kind of crazy that it's not already been reformed. Like it's right? 2021. You know, uh, I didn't realize there was only 78 people. Also, how are they all so old and white and not dead yet? Like, just get other people in there. Right? Like, this is, seems like an easy... It, okay, so it's Hollywood Free Press. Shouldn't... If I am an established reporter for a magazine or, or website, press. shouldn't I just kind of automatically become a member of the Hollywood Free Press... Or Foreign Press Association? <laughs> Shit. Free Press just seems like what the word's supposed to be. <laughs> Maybe. Um, uh, okay, so look, I mean, Golden Globes are finally going to make some changes when it seems, I guess, a little too little too late because, like, the Oscars seeing record lows in their ratings. I'm sure the Golden Globes aren't seeing a huge uptick in response. So. Yeah. Well, and, and, like, people are saying they're not coming to the next Golden Globes. Like Netflix has said, they will not. None of none of their talent will attend the oh. twenty twenty two. Was Netflix Golden even Globes. welcome though? Like, don't they still? Aren't they also? They won. <laughs> they won more hardware at the last one than anybody else. Oh, interesting. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So, the you know. So the, at least the guy, they... the guy, the guy with all the with all the toys says, "I'm not bringing my toys over." Yeah. They, they're probably gonna. You know, reevaluate well, their, their. I mean, the fact that Netflix plan. won so much, I guess, means that they've already made changes regarding what constitutes, you know, a screening or whatever, because not every Netflix thing gets a chance True. to be on screen. And the Oscars have certainly dragged their feet on that. So, uh, but yet the Oscars haven't when it comes to, when it came to reforming their members. Uh, they've got a massive group of members, very diverse. So, uh, so we'll see yeah. what happens. 
Oh, Maybe they'll end up, all the streaming companies will just end up with their own award shows, like the Golden Streamers. No. Um, the, I don't know. I liked Golden that, Streamers. That's not like good. Oh, the Golden Streamers? Yeah, yeah. you do. Maybe they just... Uh, yeah, we knew Ryan would be into that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they shower them with uh, Golden Praise Streamers from above. Like, uh, some remember, like, YTV or something, and those, uh, like, <laughs> to just, just dump slime on the winner? It's like, yeah, you got it. Here's your Golden Shower. I'm Here's your old, Oh, no. All right, we're moving on to the next, start, uh, next story. Uh, I am going to transition us flawlessly into talking about Mark Wahlberg uh, and his new movie. So he's oh. coming out with a movie called Infinite, um, and Paramount is the is the home of that movie, and they were all ready to send it to theaters and decided instead to send it to Paramount Plus because that's nobody knows what Paramount Plus streaming is, so service, why not? I guess it must be a streaming <laughs> all right, service. So so Anton Fukuya is he's the director, Oscar winning director of Training Day. Uh, and he's kind of since then been just making uh, a whole bunch of Mark Wahlberg uh, movies. And and also his other best friend is, uh, oh, what the hell's his name? Um, the guy from The Equalizer, because that was also his movie. Uh, uh, Denzel, Denzel Washington? Washington, yeah. So he kind of swaps between the two of them. One year, he'll in February, he'll put out a Mark Wahlberg movie. The next February, a Denzel Washington movie, and then swaps them. They're like all friends and they've been doing this for years and so uh a not surprised that eventually his stuff would become the equivalent of straight to dvd streaming because i mean these movies aren't great i don't know i mean it used to what equalizer i mean okay but training day was great equalizer one was was like a night like a fun action movie i mean i don't know he, he has a genre, it, he plays to it. Though, yeah. is that we have to get rid of the uh, the stigma associated with going straight to home release um, because that's that's what it is, right? Like, they're getting better and better production. When you look at the stuff that's coming out of HBO Max for the series, the production quality is definitely going up. So stuff going straight to home release doesn't have to be a bad thing. Hold on. I'm not what saying you... this stuff is the, the top quality. I'm saying uh, just because it's going straight to home release instead of a theater doesn't mean it's bad. Hold on, I'm going to stop you there. What sure. stigma? Sorry, the stigma is gone. Long The stigma was destroyed a long time ago. Netflix, you were just bringing up the fact that it was, because this is going straight to streaming, it's definitely lower quality. Uh, no, what I'm talking about is that, no, I was talking about them moving it from a theatrical release yeah. to streaming indicates that they don't think that they can make as much money in the box office and thus have to spend all the money to get it in theaters. And so they're just putting on streaming because it's cheaper to do so. I'm saying those, I'm, I'm disagreeing with your statement, which is just that streaming is not the straight to DVD place uh, because, I don't know, Netflix, HBO, they've been making extremely high-quality stuff for years now. Uh, oh, I, I agree uh, with that. I completely High-caliber actors have been moving to streaming for a very long time now uh, because the stigma left the second uh, Netflix started making good stuff. I think, if anything, the stigma is possibly coming back because Netflix sure as hell ain't making that great stuff anymore. <laughs> yeah, they have had a bit of a quality uh, drop lately, haven't they? They really have. Um, it is hard. It's becoming harder and harder to find anything good out of Netflix originals, where in the past, a Netflix original was a seal of quality. Now, right? how much That's of how that, you knew you had something good. How mm -hmm. much of that, though, is 
just all these studios reaching into their back vaults of stuff that they've made because they can't produce in the same volume that they would in the past. They're reaching back to like, well, we did a pass on it, but we have it. It's something we can put out there while people don't. So I think we're getting some of the back catalog stuff coming out. What I think we're getting is the fact that that the last uh, 13, 14 months, everything's been delayed and delayed and delayed. And this movie was supposed to come out last year in the spring. Uh, and it's not even out yet. And at this point, the amount of movies that are going to be hitting theaters now that things are starting to open up, it's going to oh, a movie like a Infinite point. has no chance. No anymore. chance. Yeah, there's that's no a good longer. Point. A, yeah, a movie that had a decent chance with you know twenty other movies doesn't have the same chance with two hundred other movies. <laughs> exactly. Especially when now your two hundred movies, you can you're only putting the best of the best instead of just everything. Yeah. So if this movie is just, uh, you know, a director who's not uh, as well regarded as he used to be, an actor as well, Mark Wahlberg is, I don't know, he's, I guess he hasn't faded really, but he hasn't really done anything spectacular lately, I feel. It just seems like it's the perfect movie to move to streaming, make it exclusive on your new service, and be like, ooh, look what we got, come look, don't you like Mark Wahlberg? And then you watch it and you're disappointed. Mark Wahlberg's past has kind of become like people didn't used to care, but with everything going on in the world, people seem to, uh, um, they're not willing to let that slide as much. So, oh, I why? Wait, audience. what have I missed about Mark Wahlberg? Was he teetering on cancellation? Uh, yeah, he's kind of, he's kind of not canceled, but like, you know, consider what you watch. Yeah. You know, him being a near uh, racist who who beat a guy nearly to death and left him permanently disabled. His you characters. Uh, you talking about his characters? Or No, I'm talking about Mark Wahlberg as a teenager beat an Asian man so bad <sighs> that he's blind and nearly died. Oh, dear. oh I know. Do I have, know do I have the wrong person? I, I'm sure it was Mark. Marky Mark of the Funky Bunch? Right. <laughs> a little less funky on that day. Yeah. Uh, what, you know... There was a news item I wanted to report on this week that was, turns out it was kind of old news, but, you know, you do still have big movies coming to Netflix. The Division, a very popular Ubisoft video game uh, starring Jake Gyllenhaal and Jessica Chastain. Uh, It was announced a month ago or two that they uh, secured a release with Netflix. Uh, So that's that's based on a Tom Clancy property, right? Yes. Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. We haven't, we haven't seen any Tom Clancy movies in a while. Uh, except for the new one that just came out on Prime last week. Oh, what Prime? Uh, without remorse. Um, oh, right, starring Michael B. Jordan. That's actually got me more interested in that one now. He's yeah. Whenever I see him, he just looks very angry, and it's it's intimidating <laughs> to see like any trailer that I see him in. I'm like, I feel like he's just gonna yell at me the entire movie. Uh, yeah. So you know, uh, Division is. Uh, Ubisoft have already made a video game movie with Assassin's Creed starring Michael Fassbender. That was a huge uh, blockbuster, summer blockbuster that made no money (laughs) because it was pretty bad. Uh, And so, you know, okay, so the question is, is The Division going to be a big summer blockbuster that they just so happen to get given a lot of money by, by Netflix to be an exclusive? Or is it maybe not so good and Netflix is getting a deal on it because nobody wants it? And I guess we'll never really know those back-end stories. I mean, like you said, considering how many, how much stuff is going to be coming out to theaters right now, 
they've gone from pulling out whatever's in the back closet to, okay, now we have to trim the herd because not everyone is going to be the special boy this week. We have to, Mm -hmm. we have to decide who's going to make us money. Uh, So Uh, Mike, while we've been talking, have you figured out if Mark Wahlberg did anything? Yes. Uh, When he was 15, uh, he chased uh, him and some friends of his chased some fine young children up and down the beach yelling, kill the <clears throat> n-word kill the Ooh. n-word and throwing rocks at them uh, the next day they went on a field trip and yelled and threw racial uh, yelled and threw more rocks and yelled summon other white males to join us or something i know oh the quotes are sorry there's quotes here that don't belong here um they, anyway. they encouraged other people to join him and then when he was 17 um he ran around i guess this was probably this would have been New Jersey, I guess, or New York. Uh, he beat up two um, Vietnamese Americans um, and called them gooks and slant-eyed gooks. And Oof. he was charged with attempted murder. Uh, uh. He pled guilty to felony assault and was sentenced to two years in jail. But because he's white, he only served 45 days. <laughs> uh, and here's something I didn't know. Um, Mark Wahlberg believed that he had blinded the second victim. Um, but it turns out the guy had lost his eye um in vietnam when he was fighting in vietnam and he was fighting on the american side in vietnam so um so he beat up a veteran he beat up a veteran yeah awesome but um, he didn't he didn't actually blind him which i've always accredited him with it turns out he was how already have blind. we uh, never really how's no one had a problem with uh, this before yeah hmm. it's the first time i mean part of it, it is the fact that it happened in 1988 but like yeah still do you think uh with everyone digging shit up for people's past yeah. this would have come up and it's not like he's it's not like he's been, you know, a goody two shoe ever since. Like, um, he fractured the jaw of one of his neighbors in a random attack. All right. Uh, well, let's. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Mark Wahlberg is questionable. <laughs> I guess this is all coming up these days. Yeah. Uh, makes sense. Then maybe you don't put him as a star anymore. <laughs> On the big screen, at least. Maybe just be well, careful. Let's. Be careful uh... what Let's pivot from the big screen to the little screen. Oh. What do you got for us? Uh, Fantasy Island is finally getting a reboot again. It already had oh, a reboot. Oh, um, that's what we need. On, on the big screen. It got a reboot on the big screen, yeah. which I enjoyed. I, I actually, actually did liked too. their take on that. I thought it was, it was, it was great it, nods to the original It was a show. horror movie. It was a horror movie without going too extreme. Like they just, they, they kept the mythology of the original show and they played so well with it. I loved it so much. It was kind of cool. It was like uh, a fantasy island, an island where your fantasy comes true. But in this case, it's almost like a monkey's paw scenario where it's like, careful what you wish for, because it's going to be fucked up. I mean, that is the premise behind the show, right? People come to the island uh, with their intentions of what they want, and then instead they get what they need. Yeah, well, right. This, yeah, the the horror version was a little different. It wasn't so much what you need. Definitely it was more, more darker, like, yeah. we're going to kill you. You can die now. <laughs> uh, so this reboot is going to be coming from Fox, and it's going to be landing this summer. Uh, and it's written, uh, and it's from the writer-producers uh, Liz Craft and Sarah Fain, uh, who work on The 100, which is a very popular CW show. Mm. Um, oh, boy. Are they going full CW? Uh, uh, Freaking, what's that? Uh, like, young adult novel say, style? Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Of um, course. Cause, I'm yeah. not sure. I mean, so some of the casting they're doing, so they are picking up 
Uh, they're not ignoring the original series. They're ignoring the attempts at reboot since. Uh, but the show will star uh, Rosalind Sanchez. She'll be playing Elena Rourke, a descendant of Mr. Rourke and the original uh, series. I liked Michael Pena. He was great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, she's going to be taking on, it's the same structure as the original. I don't expect there's going to be a tattoo because, uh, you know, they're already so, getting insensitive if they yeah. don't want to be insensitive. Um, but she was last seen in the Grand Hotel, uh, a TV series from uh, 2019. Okay, Grand so, so they are just doing Fantasy Island as the original TV show was. People just coming and, and they learn life lessons on an island. Because exactly. For... They come for carnal uh, pleasures and live with moral truths. Oh. Or something right. like that. Yeah. So younger cast, so they can get new audience, and older mo- show, so they can get the older audience. I mean, I hope they're going to use the way they used to do it, which was every week you get this, the guest characters that are coming in, the people coming to line. They're stars, right? They're stars from other shows. So you keep rotating in. Oh, did they do that? Cal- I never oh, watched they would that. Have, yeah. They would have like stars from other shows coming in, not playing themselves, playing a character, but it was like some rich guy. Uh, but there was, these were all recognizable faces from other TV shows and movies at the time. I, I'd That's really cool. love it if they did that. All right. that I may be on board for that. This this could end up being really cool because tying back to our previous conversations, not getting Mark Wahlberg, um, but <laughs> the, like the the lack of a stigma on on doing TV shows and stuff like that. That stigma's changed as well, or evolved as well. I don't know. Um, but this, you're you saying could stars see, would be more welcome to doing this type of yeah. Thing. You could see some like some stars who would never have done some star talent level that would never have done the original fantasy Island being willing to take part in this fantasy Island. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know who was popular back when the first fantasy Island came out. Like, I don't know who the, the top stars were, but top stars today would be willing to jump on an episode of a TV show. Yeah. Um, yeah. For, for shits and gills. Cause like Keanu Reeves would do that. No problem. And that, you know what I mean? That would be hilarious to see him. It would be hilarious to see, I don't know if they can make this work, but it would be it would be funny to see fourth wall breaking, maybe two fourth wall breaking, to see other shows extremely popular characters come on Fantasy Island. Could you imagine if John Wick showed up and said, "Oh man, I just I wish I just want to retire," and it's John Wick? Oh my instead. god! Oh my god! I mean, so so not just this, not just Keanu Reeves because John Wick three is coming or John Wick four is coming to theaters, so they get. Keanu Reeves to co- to guest star. No, it's they get the character to guest star. Yeah. Fuck yes. I'm down with that. Do that. Don't make Fantasy Island 2 unless you're going to go balls deep on a crazy idea. <laughs> no, here here's here's where it gets real crazy. You get Christopher Lloyd to do an episode? Okay. As Rick Sanchez. Oh my god, that's so meta. <laughs> so Jesus he plays Christ. he plays the 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 physical character and um uh, oh. not Justin Roiland. Yeah. Um Justin Roiland? Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. What, do a voiceover? Do the voiceover. Oh, my God. Every every Jesus. time he opens his mouth? It's too much. I can't take this. All right. Now see, um, the, so the, the, the cheap cop-out to that is for, you don't do John Wick. You do a retired CIA agent, but he still plays by Keanu Reeves. Uh, for uh, the Rick character, you just have him. He's a an illustrious scientist that has questionable work ethics. 
and then you could yeah, still that's, play that's... in all these things without licensing. Oh, yeah, without licensing. But I want the licensing. And if you do it right, if you do it right, the licensing's cheap because, like Ryan said, John Wick Four is coming out. Hey, it's this promotion. this episode of Fantasy Four or um, Fantasy is Island bad? is advertising right? John Wick Four. At that point, you're getting them to pay you to put Keanu Reeves in it <laughs> instead. Yeah, right. Yeah. Shit, we should start this. We should, this is a million dollar idea right here. Um, all right, we're gonna we're right, gonna make so... we're gonna make Fantasy Peninsula <laughs> Inlet. <laughs> so estuary. Um, there you go. So talking about sequels that nobody wants, but everyone actually does want. Maybe it's just us here who don't, and maybe I'm just speaking for myself and Mike and not Dave. This is all a roundabout <laughs> way of saying Joker Two is a thing that they're making, and fuck off. <laughs> Why? <laughs> So I was okay with them being, let's try a Joker movie. I'm like, you know what? You got it out of your system. That's fine. Can we put this to bed? Apparently that was too much encouragement. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Yeah. I don't understand. Okay. So, okay. I do understand that I haven't seen the Joker movie, so really I can't talk about it, but the the Joker movie was a beginning, middle, and end, and there's nowhere for the story to go. Why yeah. is there a sequel? What what well, possible so reason there, you have a sequel? There is. You have, there is, you have an origin story. Open. You have an origin story that can't go any further earlier, and you have a, an ending <laughs> that can't go any further later. What are they going to do? Just tell it from a different person's point of view? So uh, the, the end of the movie, you're left questioning, was the entire movie all in his head. Um, right. However, he is escaping. The last shot is him running down the hall with bloody footprints, uh, insinuating he just killed his therapist, and he's about to escape Arkham. Um, However, if the movie did actually happen, he did have some interactions with a young Bruce Wayne, uh, and we do get to see Bruce Wayne's parents killed in an alleyway, again, for like the 20th time live on screen. And Oh, thank God. I hadn't seen that enough, and I wasn't quite sure how it happened. <laughs> right? Just in case you wanted a different take on the exact same thing that wasn't actually very different, they'd do it again. It's like, the, it, and I, oh, I hate the movie so much. It's like at the end, they realize, like, we've hit the climax, and they're like, oh, shit, wait, didn't we have Bruce Wayne earlier? Oh, we got to kill his parents. Have some random thug <laughs> walk, follow them into an alleyway with a gun, and shoot them. Just because. It's not even Joker who does it. It's just some random motherfucker who's like, oh, I have a gun, and everyone's anarchy in the streets. I'm going to kill this rich family. Ugh, I hate the movie so much. I, At my I sister's a... dog's birthday party last week, I went on this giant rant that I will not repeat here <laughs> about how bad of a movie Joker is, uh, and I do not want a sequel at all. What if... Okay, here's a way that's going to make you guys totally conflicted about a potential sequel. Uh, what if it was learned that the sequel will include Margot Robbie starring as Dr. Harley Quinzel? No, no, nope, 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 nope. Not only, case, not only does that not make me want to see the movie, it makes me want to see Suicide Squad less. <laughs> it, makes, <laughs> it makes me want to see the movie less, even. Um, what? No, Margaret Robbie makes me want to see the movie yes. slightly more, just not enough more to overcome Game Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, so, I think yeah. I think her Harley Quinn is amazing. It's it's the best. It's definitely the best um, live action Harley Quinn. Sure, yeah, yeah. She's great. I think there's a couple of animated ones that I might rank higher. I think um, 
the, the lady's name so I can't good. pronounce correctly because I already screwed up. Kaylee Cuckoo. Kaylee Cuckoo. Penny. I think her. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think hers is better, but it wouldn't be if it was done live action. I don't think yeah. they've done a bad Harley Quinn. Uh, I think they've done a great Harley Quinn. I think yeah. Margaret Robbie, Margaret Robbie, like yeah. managed to envision Harley Quinn perfectly. And this is mm. so great because Harley Harley Quinn didn't exist as a. She's not one of the original heroes or villains or stuff, right? She was a fairly recent creation. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? What we don't need is more Joker or movie. Like he. Nope. Uh, I'm not even going to get into it again. Listen to any episode in the past where the Joker comes up. We've uh, talked about it to death, but unfortunately, they are making a Joker sequel. That's all I have to say about that. Um, now, you know, instead of retreading old ground, there is someone who's looking uh, towards new, uh, breaking new ground wow. uh, in the superhero universe. Wait, yeah. that still exists? And that would be Dave's uh, little attempt there at an Owen Wilson. Was that a wow? Wow. 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 Uh, wow. Wow. Oh, wow. Mike, where's yours? Um, I'm not sure what you're doing. I'm not sure <laughs> wow. who that's supposed to be. Wow. Wow. And uh, I, wow. I refuse to uh, I refuse to associate with, with right. that noise. Uh, so wow. Mike is wow. off the wow. podcast. This is now the official Owen Wilson Wow podcast. <laughs> wow. What will we talk about today? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so he is. We're gonna st- see Owen Wilson in a Marvel movie. Uh, really? Wow. N- no, sorry, a Marvel TV show <laughs> in a few weeks on Loki, where he'll look to uh, Tom Hiddleston and be like, "Wow." And You're tall. where is that wow. from? <laughs> like every single every Owen, Owen Wilson, Wilson movie, movie ever. ever. Wow. I've never once heard him say that. Make it's, that noise. Wow. It's his, all right, all right, all right. He does it in every movie. I, really? <laughs> all right. So um, there I is... I Google this. Hold on. There is, oh, thank you, David. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it says, wow. Yeah, there's a YouTube video of him, a supercut of him saying, wow. So Owen Wilson, though, is doing a, an original superhero-related uh, action movie for Amazon Prime. And I, it I'm seems, if I'm correct, it is it's not actually... two minutes and 36 seconds long. I've watched 16 <laughs> seconds. He said it 20 times already. Oh, wow. <clears throat> oh, wow. I'd never wow. noticed that before. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, we were saying something else. You'd, you'd moved on. Owen Wilson's a superhero. <laughs> oh, is he now? What superpower does he have? And why is he not? Why has he been acting instead of using his superpower to save the world? All right. So he's making a, a movie called Secret Headquarters. It's a uh, an action movie superhero thing about, um, I guess, uh, they have to. De- he has to work to defend it with a group of friends when supervillains attack. Whatever. Uh, it, it's a Paramount thing. You know, we've gotten a lot, I think, of original superhero stuff. Uh, I think Project Power is was something original, right? That was with, uh, uh, what's his name? The, the oh, that was, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we had Jupiter Legacy. Just came out on Netflix last week. And I know that is based on a comic. It seems like they're part of the Miller Miller world, right? Yeah. It seems like there's the trend right now to, uh, explore stuff. That's not strictly Marvel DC superhero canon. 
Uh, and okay. that's that's good. You know, we've gotten stuff like The Boys, right? We've gotten yeah. stuff like the Watchmen TV show. Invincible. Invincible. But then, oh, it was so good. Have you guys seen Jupiter's Legacy? Because it's not, not good. <clears throat> I mean, there's going to be hits and misses, of course. Yeah. Uh, but the fact that they're trying it, that I don't know if this is motivated from the, the price tag for DC and Marvel has just gotten so high that they're like, if we right? want to step into this, we got to try something else because we can't play in their pool. And it's um, funny after so after ten years and twenty Marvel movies, you know, the question on on is always out there of uh, superhero fatigue. When are we going to be tired of it? Well, unfortunately, people will get tired of it if you continually make bad entries into the genre. Uh, so at one hand it's, yeah, sure, I mean, go ahead, spend a bunch of money and get in the game of making superhero stuff. But if you're making bad superhero stuff, you're stabbing yourself at the same time. I mean, you say that Ryan, but like what season is America's got talent on? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Or so you're thinking then what or... superheroes are here to stay for the rest of our lives in the way that, uh, uh, reality TV kind of hooked itself forever. Um, I, I, I'm not saying that we're going to get six Marvel movies and three DC movies every year, but I, I think we will, I mean, there, there will not be a year in the next hundred years where there's not a new superhero movie of some, of some sort. I agree. Right. I'm, I'm hoping that they, they stretch out like they did with Logan, where they try, they use the superhero as a base, but then they build better stories on top of that. It's just not, it's not just, uh, costume heroes throwing punches at each other, right? Yeah, there's there's no reason why the stories can't evolve, but I think superhero is now a genre of movie. Yeah, it really is. Um, it's not it's not a comedy. It's not a drama. It's a it's a superhero movie, and I don't think I think once a genre is created, I don't think they go away. Like there hasn't been a whole lot of westerns, but westerns are still a thing. You know what I mean? Sure. Good yeah. point. Um, I think I think at this point, superhero movies are a type of movie which we are going to continue to see from now on. And I have no problem with it. Um, there are good Westerns and there are bad Westerns. And, you know, eventually we figure out which one's which and we know not to go see the bad ones. You know, it's funny. You could almost call Logan a Western. Yeah, I, I mean, it was, was. it was very spaghetti Western. Yeah. Uh, Mad Max, uh, you can almost call that a Western. Almost. Mm -hmm. Okay, like, a, just so, okay, dystopian. just because the screen yeah. is dusty doesn't mean it's a western. <laughs> that's, <laughs> but, not what, that's but not they, what that means. I saw a tumbleweed, so that's definitely yeah, a no. western, right? No, 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 oh. no. that's a apocalyptic movie. Oh, gotcha. okay, okay. That's as long as I can put it in that category, that's fine. Well, I mean, so you're right. That's a, that's a good that's a good point to make, Mike. Tremors, uh, Tremors was a western movie. Western, uh, dystopian, uh, apocalyptic yeah. movie as well. Because I did see. Yep. Yeah. There was yeah, no, no, so yeah, I think you're, you're right. Well, superheroes are here to stay. Um, I guess the best stuff will be, or the stuff we'll remember will be not just the costumes punching each other up. It's the interesting things they do with it. Maybe yeah. secret headquarters will be one of those. Um, or maybe it'll be just another Jupiter's legacy. And I only got through five minutes of the first episode and it's just really Twitter. poorly made costumes, uh, punching with really bad CGI and terrible voice work on, weird monster thing and it's this, just like no no this might be the sentence that ends the podcast no uh but i mean not not us doing it because i i don't think anyone here is gonna have too much uh a plum about this i just mean like 
people are going to cancel us after I say this. Um, I think Owen Wilson is a lot like um, um, what's his name? Uh, wow. It was, my, it was in my head just a second ago. Um, the guy who played the mummy. Oh, Brendan, oh, Brendan Fraser. Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Uh, super overrated, and no one actually thinks he's good. It's just it's it's popular to say that he's a good actor, and everyone misses wow. him. Wow. Like Brendan Fraser, Brendan Fraser was fine, but That's he was no superstar. Interesting hot take you have there, Mike. Wow. And uh, I think Owen Wilson falls into that same category of he's fine. Like there's nothing wrong with him, but like he's not, you know. He's, right, right. Him, I mean, and it's probably why we not, haven't really seen him much. He's not drawing anybody into a movie, and we haven't really been seeing him much lately, and that's probably no. why. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not going to see him. I'm not going to see anything because he's in it. I yeah. think. I mean, I'm watching Loki because of Loki. Um, yeah. And you know what? It'll be fun to see him in there. Sure, I think he's fun when he wows it up. But <laughs> wow, wow. Uh, yeah. So, uh, cannot well, believe he... I didn't realize that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So speaking though, there's so many of them <laughs> of uh, <laughs> risky comic book stuff. Uh, NFTs. What other we crazy super? Oh, okay. Yeah, we talked about NFTs uh, last week. No fucking time for that. Before. Can you can you That's do me a favor? For, right? I uh, can you explain what NFTs are? Nope. And so what we did was <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> we uh, we were talking about I think in the in the regards of Kevin Smith and releasing his movie as an NFT. So we're going to have the very first mm. uh, comic book cover, and not like an original comic, uh, not like an original image done in the style of a comic book cover, but an actual comic book cover's digital artwork is, I guess, being uh, assigned an NFT and being auctioned off as uh, collectible. Oh my God, that's amazing. So what does that mean? <sighs> no. Uh, so, <laughs> Michael Turner. Almost, almost. <laughs> but, okay, here's the problem I have with this. Uh, I already have a copy of that comic book cover. So what's so special yeah, about the, right? the NFT version? So this, the idea like I, I downloaded of... it from the article you, you sent us. It was, it was <laughs> nice. in the article. And I've got a physical copy. I have this oh, issue. So idea. Fathom number one, uh, Image Comics, uh, artwork by Michael Turner. Fathom, I've actually is, I've got a vast array of Fathom comics. I've got every single, uh, every variant cover, every, and it's all signed by the artist and the colorist on every single one of them. I've got the uh, museum editions, like the one out of 200 made special edition ones that I could sell for like $1,000 on eBay right now, uh, signed again. But it's nothing compared to what, I would be able to sell this NFT for because this is a one of one. Essentially, they have, I guess, the original digital artwork of this cover. Uh, NFT is just a way of tracking using blockchain, the originality and the ownership of a piece of digital art. And they've assigned one to this comic book, Fathom Number 1, this cover, and they're auctioning it off. So does that explain to you what an NFT is? I am so confused. Good. So, so they <laughs> if I have a computer, I can just print off as many copies as I want? Well, so that's, I guess, what makes <laughs> this unique is that because it is backed by blockchain, which I'm not even going to get into what that is, that's the same thing that runs, you know, cryptocurrencies. Look, we're getting to the weeds here. The point is... <laughs> okay, but what I don't understand... An NFT. What do you want? So, so there's, there's, okay. So I'm gonna have to buy a GPU 
and I'm going to have to mine this comic book cover? <laughs> no, damn it, no. <laughs> no, if you bid on it, they do the mining for you, I think. Oh, Jesus. Right? No, I don't know. Stop saying these things because it sounds like maybe you're right, but I don't know any better, so probably <laughs> no. Uh, but I guess right. the most... Okay, so the most important question is, why this cover? Yeah, why this cover? That is interesting. That is uh, the question. It's I think, not actually, but you know. Uh, <laughs> I think they are getting into this because of, I don't know, Earth Day? Is that a thing? I don't know. Look, Fathom was all about uh, the oceans and it's a beautiful place and uh, keeping the Earth uh, happy and safe. Of course, you know, the irony is NFTs are probably the worst thing for the Earth. Uh, the... The, Wait, the, why? The, well, the carbon offset of all the mining and whatever required for NFTs is, uh, I have a quote here, it says it's the this single image or single NFT is the equivalent of, it says, setting a house on fire and then placing a single potted plant on the burned property as compensation. Wait you a don't... second. <laughs> I was joking when I said we'd have to mine them. We actually have to mine the comic book cover? No, no but you don't I have think to mine to the comic book cover. NFTs, the NFT. yeah. NFTs are backed by blockchain. Blockchain is related to crypto mining. It is all. It uses a massive amount of power to sustain itself and to uh, assign... I don't know, man. All right, look, it's just... It's a thing that's happening. <laughs> Mike, the important thing is that it's a new way for you to collect your comic books, and it's a new way for them to ask for money. I'm gonna guess. I'm saying, yeah, but that's that's I still definitely. Don't it. understand. I can. I have the comic book cover. I printed it off the page that Ryan sent us in the article. I mean, but I, why am I gonna pay it. more for the same image? This is what I don't understand. Okay, when I have a Bitcoin, I understand a Bitcoin. I have a a thing that we have a, a, a described a wealth to, and I can use that wealth to buy other things. Yes. Now, Bitcoin, though, a single Bitcoin has a number, and you, your wallet has a number. And right. there is a chain that describes that your number mat, uh, owns that number. This is right. the same thing. It's assigning a but number to a JPEG. No, right. No, no. But, but sorry, sorry. But it's not yeah. the same thing. Because my Bitcoin is no different than your Bitcoin as far as the value goes. Right. This comic book thing, the value is not going to – like. Except that – one... Who is stupid enough to, to uh, give I've somebody – I've got your answer. So a comic oh, book it, NFT – Sorry, hold on. I'm bidding on an NFT right now. Is different than <laughs> the Kevin Smith movie NFT. They have two different values. So they, they're not a single – they're not comparing a Bitcoin to a Bitcoin. You're comparing two pieces of digital artwork that are unique and individual to themselves and have their own number. So that's I, why they can have different values because a Bitcoin is a Bitcoin is a Bitcoin. There is no difference. Right, right. Between no, one no, and other. I get the different yeah. values. What I'm saying is, the value from a Bitcoin comes from the fact that everybody else, that somebody else wants it, oh, and yeah. and it's not just one other person wants it. It's that everybody, in essence, everybody wants more money. Well, this isn't going to have that same value, except you, you... the value is associated by those who want it. It's a supply and demand thing. So there's only one, and a thousand people want it. What are those? What is the one person in that thousand willing to pay? for it yeah it's like any other collectible right uh, a gordy how rookie card there's maybe five left in existence let's say i throw it up on ebay and see how much people in the world actually want it and what they're willing but that's, to pay so that, for and that's and that's the difference right there it's 
they're they're how rookie cards were a dime a dozen when they came out. The fact that you held on to yours and mine has got stuck to a piece of gum means yours is worth more than mine. This comic book cover is in no better quality. Your your comic True. book cover that you pay the NFT for is in no better quality than my comic book cover that I downloaded from the website where you got yours from. Except like, that the the NFT one is the original. It is and it's it not, has a piece of code. It's not to the original. That it's the one that the has the code. Yes, Which but they assigned the code as the to a single one. Remember, we were talking about but, Austin but, uh, Matthews' right, that's what I'm saying, digital cards. But it's cards? not the original. It's just it's just the one they assigned the code okay, to. Okay, but they're saying that this is the original. Like so, so uh, yeah, I that's, think it's kind of ridiculous. That's not how computers work. No, I know you're right. I think <clears> it is kind of ridiculous that this uh, comic book cover could be an NFT. I this, kind this... of buy that originally created artwork, like the Austin Matthews hockey cards we were talking about, that only exist as an NFT and were created for the sake of an NFT, could have a single original. JPEG that exists, and that one could have be assigned. Sorry. No, I no. This is worse than no. the cloud. This is worse than the cloud. This is this is people who don't understand how things work assessing value to things the way they don't work. Yeah. So it is possible that NFTs as a thing crash and burn in the next couple months as people start to realize, wait, this is actually kind of ridiculous. Like I'm, I'm agreeing with you, Mike. It is, you cannot say where the original <clears throat> digital file is because it's been copied and replicated a hundred yeah. times while you're working on the damn thing. And, uh, and like, and like even the, the, the hockey cards, the Austin Matthew hockey cards, like I can get a copy of them from mm -hmm. the website where they were advertising the nfts yeah like that's it's as good as the one with the nft is it just doesn't have the nft assigned to it so yes. fine it doesn't have the nft assigned to it that's fine with me i still have the artwork like yes i think the people the, who want the just... art don't give a shit that it's not oh, here, here's something to think about so i own michael turner's fathom number one uh they also printed a million of them so there's a million other out there i also yeah. own though a, an original drawing by michael turner of uh wonder woman that he drew at the fan expo convention as part of a thing and he uh, and he gave it away for free and i won i won the raffle that is okay. one of one that exists yeah. nowhere else that is his yeah. original pen on his original paper there you go. Uh, I see the value of that. And right. I see why that has Whereas if that was a, a digital significant image, value. And if his giveaway was simply to say, "Hey, give me your USB key. I'll make a I'll give you my original image onto it." That's what an I can then turn that around and make an NFT on that and be like, "Here it is. This is the original." Yeah. And so what is stopping okay here's here's a here's a serious question. Mm -hmm. I go to Fan Expo every year and I spend thousands hundreds of dollars on yep. art. I was going to say, I've spent thousands of dollars, and that's yes. probably accurate, but I know I spend hundreds <laughs> of dollars every year. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely thousands. Um, <laughs> um, what's stopping me from taking one of those to work on Monday yeah. and putting them onto one of the big flatbed scanners, right. scanning it into it, and then turning around and saying, hey, I, I bought this, this art, from this, <laughs> art <laughs> from this artist, and I'm turning it into an NFT. Who wants to buy my <laughs> NFT? But the path for that NFT, because it's tied to blockchain, it will not trace it back to the original, air quotes. Um, well, only if the original is an NFT, which it's not, because the artist just not. drew something on their tablet. They printed a no, thousand but he's copies, talking about like a, and they sold it a off. Picture but Mike or a then, printing. 
Yeah, but then Mike then makes a copy, a digital copy, and assigns an NFT saying, let's say he also takes a step further and says, it's mine, and says, I created this. Whoa, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't put that... No, no, that, I, I, I don't mean me. to put that on you. I just mean, like, that could happen. You're right. I mean, what's stopping someone from doing that? But that's not I, my question. No? My question... My, no, that, that that's art theft. I'm saying... Yeah. I'm specifically saying... I'm not selling. I'm. This is not my art. I am selling this NFT. I guess then the you would have a hard time selling it because people would be like, wait, <clears throat> did you draw this? And you'd be like, no, I made a copy. They're like, well, then I don't want your NFT and it becomes worth a buck maybe. But because if you're saying, an artist I, saying puts I could out make a dollar says, off each of these. Yeah. If the original artist puts out the image and it says, I'm going to attach an NFT with it, that adds, it's kind of like a letter of authenticity. Well, yeah, for and then Mike's becomes worthless now yeah. because his is not actually the original. Just because it has an NFT doesn't mean it has value. So you can go and you can bid on other NFTs that exist out there. There's a whole website that's like eBay of people selling their original artwork and you can buy it for like a, a penny. Um, someone's little doodle of a stick figure jerking off. Uh, or you can... <laughs> now I like can, that artist. It's very, very creative. Okay. You can Here, also remember? buy the original Nyan cat. You know that cat that's a, a, a fucking whatever flying through space with yeah. a, a, a rainbow coming out of its ass that says Nyan, 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 right? That you can buy that, wow. the original one, uh, on as an NFT. And now you so, are the one who owns it. You remember... So, okay. Uh, actually, now, now... Okay, now I'm really scared. Um... <laughs> Do you remember back at the beginning of like Kickstarter and Indiegogo? Sure. Do you guys remember the potato salad party? Yes. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. I someone remember that. is the guy going, was yes. Yeah. Someone is going to salad party, potato salad party, an NFT. Yes. And it's gonna make it's gonna make a million dollars, and it's gonna like blow up on the news, and it's become a huge big thing, and then all. The NFTs are going to become shit because and it's going to prove the, the worthlessness. Potato salad one? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and the potato salad did sort of wake people up to Kickstarter a bit, um, yeah. and all those things. And so, yeah, you're right. That's what someone's going to do. They're going to remind everyone how worthless and dumb NFTs are. You remember how are. good Kickstarter was before P Potato Salad Party? Like, <laughs> it, okay, not everything was it successful, was... but you had a better chance of getting whatever it was you yeah. wanted before that. Before that, when everyone that came out, and they realized there was right. no. There's no security. There's no questioning. Yeah. You can put anything you want on there. Fucking scams galore on those yeah. platforms. Yeah. So, yeah. So there we go. I, I am going to draw a stick figure. I'm going to potato salad party it on to, to, to wealth and fame. And then um, we can all retire and... Yeah, because we're That's not making millions off of this podcast, so might as well figure out a way to make Ooh, millions off we, some other way. Can we attach an NFT to each episode? No. Can we make yes, money that can. way? Why can't yes. we? Damn it. Yeah, we can, but it's worthless. No one wants it. No one listens to the damn show. Uh, so leaving this convoluted world of digital rights management or something, I don't know, uh, let's move back to something uh, comforting. Uh, we're going to talk about the Flashcast. Flash? Did you say Flash? Flash I did movie? say Flash. All right. Let's Did they cancel it? Uh, it has already good news, Mike. It's already been renewed for season eight. Um, wow, eight how, seasons. Eight seasons. How, how long mean, did Arrow go for? Eight or too many? I know that. Um, yeah, they all go for too, too many. It did, not only did it not go for canceled. too many seasons, it went for too many episodes of the last season. They could have. They killed them off. Spoilers, everybody, if you haven't watched Arrow. They killed him <laughs> off yeah. in the crossover where everyone knew he was going to die. And then they thought, let's do two or three more episodes. Why? <laughs> the character yeah. that the show is about is, anyway, 
So the flash, uh, definitely confirmed that, um, uh, Grant Gustinson, Daniel Pennebecker, um, the, a lot of the regulars are coming back. Um, however, into season eight and by the end of season seven, I think some of this has already happened. They are going to lose, uh, two of the hearts of the show, oh. uh, played by Tom, sorry, Todd, Tom, Todd Kavanaugh. There we go. Tom Kavanaugh and Carlos Valdez, AKA Harry Wells and vibe. Oh my Wait, God. Well, more- sorry. Isn't Harry Wells like the main character in the show? He is not, but he's played several different characters on the show that have all been amazing for each season. And but it's more, yeah, no, but so he's fun. he's like he's the character that you tune in to watch. For those who, but also for those who watch casually, Vibe isn't quite the best name to call um, Carlos's character by. It's Cisco. He's it's been Cisco. there since the beginning, and he's been very much the heart. Yes, uh, Harrison he's Wells in his various uh, incarnations has been main character he's gotten been a main villain uh, but he's also been a secondary character but throughout from beginning to end we've always had cisco uh and he's kind of my favorite character and you're telling me that he's gone he's tapping out he's I'm gonna be done by the end of seven season seven okay um, but be honest when did you when did you actually stop watching i stopped watching as soon as the coronavirus hit and i couldn't half pay attention on the train anymore <laughs> there we go <laughs> Honestly, this, all these CW shows, um, I've been struggling. I haven't caught, I haven't kept up with any of them this season. There's been nothing drawing me in. Like the way the Flash ended, I didn't care. I know this is the last season for Supergirl, and I'm just trying to get myself interested into Flash how it's uh, season seven is on right now. It's been on. It since is March. on right now. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even realize. You Flash, know what happened? I turned it Superman. on to Netflix because they had it, and I started to be like, "Where did I leave off?" And I started watching it. I'm like, oh, "I'm so bored. I can't take this." <laughs> and I turned it off. So uh, I, I I can't wait for to be able to go back into the office for work again, so that I can start watching the CW shows <laughs> on my 40 minute train ride. Hold on, let's Why? let's let's break down what you just said there. You can't wait for you to have other things to do instead of watching the show, yes. so you can enjoy watching the show again yes. without paying. That's correct. I mean, yes. I mean that just speaks to its quality. That's <laughs> just just let it go, man. Just let it go. I mean. To be honest, I guess that's accurate. Yeah. I, I am still excited, though, to see Stargirl come back. That was left off. It's something very exciting. Right. I have no news about that. I'm just saying. Okay, of but these shows. I mean, getting back to, I guess, the news item, it's kind of sad that these two it's characters aren't going to be yeah. returning. Uh, they are, honestly, the most interesting characters next to the Flash character himself um, is Harrison Wells and all of his various incarnations, because it's always like a different one from another reality or whatever. And oh, wait. Is the yeah. Flash character really all that interesting? No, no. Um, no, it's the people he plays off with. Yeah, and if you remove Cisco, who's like just the, the coolest and most fun sidekick to him, like, what are you doing? I've never really got on board with, uh, what was her name? Uh, the female sidekick? Killer Frost? Kick. Yeah, her, I don't know, her uh, storylines never really did much for me. Um, I don't think she was as interesting as Cisco. No, I was definitely more interested in the Cisco and Wells storylines. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, oh, and those two characters only... playing off each other are always the best parts, too. They what were, the hell, yeah. Dave? This is really depressing. As much as I don't watch this show, I don't want those characters to leave. Um, so there's only going to be four of the original cast going into the last season, which is Grant Gustinson. He's the Flash. Uh, Daniel Pennebaker, Killer Frost. Uh, Jesse Martin, who plays his dad slash his father-in-law, um, and also his boss, and 
uh, shoot, what's the sister's name? Uh, his sister wife, Candace Payton, <laughs> um, his step, not stepsister, his foster, I don't know. They're married now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I remember guys, that. Guys, I remember if you, that. If you that like so Game weird. of Thrones, definitely check. Every time they're on screen, they're like, oh, look, there's his wife. He's like, don't you mean his sister? No, they're not biologically related. <laughs> that doesn't matter. That's still fucking creepy. Still is a little bit. Still no, not bit. a little bit. The whole way. It's, <laughs> it's all bit. creepy. It's fully creepy. It's only a little bit creepy. Are you insane? So we'll see who makes it to the end of season eight. or And if there'll be anything after season eight. Well, looking at the ratings, the, la- the current season has about a one, which is means about a million viewers, which is still more than Arrow's final season, which was like 0.8. Right. So, But it means that they're on their way. And if it continues to trend this way, then yeah, season eight will probably be their last one. Which can be okay. Like I'm fine with them. Uh, at kind of like with uh, Star Trek, I think they had a cutoff of six seasons, and then it either goes to a movie. Seven. But we roll. It was at seven seasons. There you go. So they should have like a similar rule for this stuff. Or like at a certain point, they're like, you know what? It's done. Good, bad. Let's get it on a high note. Um, I think that ship has been sailed. Oh, it has. But I mean, I'm talking <laughs> that about shark has for, been jumped uh, for some of the other shows. And if you establish that early that on, that cat is out of the like, bag. Wow, shit! What's going to happen in the last season? The cows have busted through the gate. Cows have or come home. Is that a wide open gate? There's something about leaving the, the chicken, gate open. The chickens have them... come home to roost. Is that a? Yeah, but that's the wrong way. This is this. Oh this, yeah. This... When the... the the chickens have left the roost to go do there things go. that chickens do. To cross the road. For yeah, some to reason, cross the road. We haven't figured out what yet. To to a definitely KFC not to watch to the be flash. In a, a ten piece bucket. <laughs> they they haven't crossed the street to go watch the flash. No, no, no. Sure. The, the, fl- the flash is back in the roost, and they're just like, oh, no, I don't like this show, so they left. Hey, guys, hey, guys. Why did the chicken cross the road? We just said to it. To get away from this joke? To commit suicide. Oh. And get to the other side. Straight on through uh, to the other side. And also good. And <laughs> damn you, Dave, that was good. Did you just, like, make that up on the spot? <laughs> Uh no, I've heard it before or variations of it. I just kind of mashed it together. Oof, that's right. To the other side. That's, that's dark, but uh yeah. All right. All right. So, so look, we've been at this for an hour. Uh, Mike's just... got his heart out. Um, I know he doesn't, but he does. And we want to talk about the Bad Batch a bit. Hold you on, hold on. It. Uh, You're jumping what? right past, dude. I've been pitching this with. I've got something that's popping. It's just ready to go. The Blade oh, yeah, is getting his moment. Yeah, um, we know. He's getting a movie, uh, Mahershala Ali. But in the well, comic books, he's like in the new... So in the in the new Marvel crossover for the comics, they've cleared the board and they've essentially reset all the characters again. I think they do this about every <laughs> 15 years. Um, and the Avengers are essentially gone. Blade is the only one who remembers any of this. Uh, okay. And this will probably be something I bring it up because I'm thinking if Blade is the feature character, maybe this is something that's going to be influencing as they bring Blade into the movies going uh, forward. Yes, yes. Okay. No, you're right. You're a good point. I mean, they have been con- regularly going to modern day comics uh, storylines and crossovers for the MCU. I mean, I didn't realize, but Bucky as the Winter Soldier is a newish thing. It yeah. was not, it was like the aughts uh the early aughts or whatever like not even yeah so like and they've gone to that civil war as well was a pretty recent thing that was in like the 2010s um 
if I remember right. Huh. So, yeah. uh, you know what? You're kind of right in that I think you can look at the comics as a signpost of where the movies are going to a degree. Because, I mean, what else are they going to use the comic books for? Uh, I know they get less and less readership these days. Um, I think the only reason the comics are getting any readership is because of the, the popularity of the movies. So you might as well take the comics as a chance to introduce things that you want to eventually introduce in the movies. Because maybe they want to wash the questionable taste of, uh, of Blade's Wesley Snipes out of people's mouths before we get to Mahershala Ali's version. Exactly. That's why, and that's how you get this whole reset. Everything's just new again. Oh shit! Now you call this heroes reborn. Window. And I was really confused in your news item in the chat because I'm like, I remember Heroes Reborn. That was from the '90s. I've got comic book covers of like Thor number one, Iron Man number one, Captain America number one, and it's all just and it's called the Heroes Reborn was the banner, and they just reset the continuity, and reset all the book numbers to one again. So it sounds like this isn't quite that, though, because what nobody has their powers or something. Uh, well, no, they've they've rewritten the Marvel history. So Peter Parker, there's uh, of course I'm going to bring it up because I'll use any chance to talk about Mark Bernardin. Uh, <laughs> Mark Bernardin has written one of the issues for Heroes Reborn. It's Peter Parker, the amazing Shutterbug. He never was bitten by a radioactive spider. Um, so it's his so he's just a photographer he's just a photographer but he seems to always be there when the shit's hitting the fan so he gets these crazy shots well um but because that's a good photographer yeah uh there's also going to be the uh dr juggernaut will be introduced <laughs> as an amalgam of dr doom and of course juggernaut which must must be voiced by ryan reynolds um, I, I will accept no other voice, even if they're not, even if it's in the comic book, that's what I'll hear in my head. Um, yeah, there's, so they're, they've, the Avengers are essentially gone and it's the squadron Supreme, I think is the name of the heroes, uh, All right, which is so this an sounds, old series. Like, okay. Which, so this, this sounds super temporary then this isn't, uh, they're just resetting the continuity and going back to number one. This sounds like something they're going to back themselves out of at some point. Oh yeah. It's just but a way also, to uh, sell some comics. But I guess the interesting thing is making blade the main character, uh, I suppose. Making Blade the uh, main character, but they're also going to be showcasing some of their old characters, the ones that nobody has any licenses for. I mean, I guess they've got all their licenses back now, uh, but it's Do a they? chance. I, I don't you know, it'd be funny if some of this is also just to re-up their own license on something. It's like, if we don't use <laughs> Squadron <laughs> Supreme on the pages in some way and re-up our, our intellectual property on their looks, we're going to lose them to, I don't know, Paramount, and they'll make another bad movie like The Hulk. With Edward Norton. So anyway, come on, Ryan. You said be... you loved Edward Norton's The Hulk. It was the greatest <laughs> movie you'd ever seen. I said no such thing. There is, uh, you do not have this on record in any place. Wait a minute. Are you putting an NFT up of me saying I love The Hulk with Edward Norton? I am indeed. Too yeah. late. Oh, it sold for a penny. Yeah, yes. I bought it. I figured. I figured if I create it and buy it, it exists. And Damn then it. Since it exists, I can. I can do something with it. All right. Well, let's talk NFTs for another half hour. Uh, no look, fucking okay. time. Uh, NFT. Uh, nice. So Blade is going to be cool. Eventually. I think it'll be cool. I think it's uh, a great chance to showcase some new characters, and hopefully yeah. that will bleed through into movies and comp and uh, TV shows. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm up for a new Blade. Did you guys see that Marvel hype trailer that they put out on YouTube? Oh, yeah. 
uh, they were essentially focusing on all their movie projects that they've got in the time in the pipeline. And it was all like, hey, movie theaters are reopening. Remember how awesome it is to be in a movie? And they showed like a bootleg video of Captain America uh, at an endgame when he hears Sam Wilson say on your left and all the heroes come out and he catches the hammer and the audience and the crowd are cheering. That was one of the greatest movie moments in my life. That was so good. And that was I just such a great cha- trailer by Marvel to show us that. Yeah. And then it's like, by the way, here's everything we're making for the next only like two years. They showed off like 10 titles. We're and, gonna- and seriously, guys, we are actually going to do stuff. Yeah. We promise. And then one last reminder at the end with the Fantastic Four. A nice little four logo to be like, don't forget, we're also doing this. There was no blade in there. We own these guys too. Yeah. Because maybe he's going to be woven through the entire structure, already prepping for Heroes Reborn. See, I'm ahead of the curve here. You watch, it's coming. You know Mads Mikkelsen? Um, He once... Not personally. Uh, he once uh, auditioned for the role of Mr. Fantastic in those Fantastic Four movies. And he said his his uh, his audition process was pretty much to walk in the room and they asked, okay, now stretch out your arms as if you're stretching across the room. So he put his arms out and they're like, okay, thanks, you can go. <laughs> it's like, what did really? I just do? Yeah, they're like, <laughs> what did I just do? Wait, does that mean the guy who, what's the name of the guy who actually played him? Chris Evans? Yon, no, Yon Gruffred. Yon Gruffert. Does that mean Yon Gruffert can actually like stretch his arms out and touch the walls? I guess so. I guess it was never a special effect. I guess it's just something he could do. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I think, obviously, Mads Mikkelsen would have been a great choice as Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom, absolutely. Hey, yo, we've had him as a villain in Doctor Strange, if you remember. Yeah, I oh, didn't like yeah. his eye makeup. I can't heavy. remember how he, if, how he ended if he died. I think he died. So, <clears> bring him back as uh, Doctor Doom. He just has to wear a faceplate. He's got the the accent the of questionable origin. Like, oh, what's that accent from? For anyone who doesn't realize, it's like Swedish or whatever. <laughs> oh, it's Swedish. Oh. <laughs> All right, are we done yeah. here? Is this about uh, everything we have to talk about today? I yeah, I think I we've think kind of beaten this. Can we can we spend some more time on NFTs? Uh, no, I'm going to be going to, right. uh, my mother's, my mom's house for Mother's Day now, and my sister will have the dog there, and he and I will get into a debate about what NFTs are again. And when you debate with him what the Joker, about the new Joker movie, is yep. he still pushing for, like, dog pool to be, to be made? <laughs> yeah, he's hoping he can get casting, uh, I mean, he he'd be great for it. Director. I think he'd really be good. I don't, you're, yeah, you're just saying that. I know you're secretly casting Penny as well, getting Penny hyped up. I saw the video you put no, on, on no. our chat she's, group. You're training Penny to dance on the spot so she can dance next to Ryan Reynolds. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. Thanks, everyone, for coming. If you've uh, agreed or disagreed with any of our takes of what we're talking about, uh, it's contact at thirdrealpodcast.com if you want to tell us how entirely wrong we are about uh, NFTs and maybe correct it. <laughs> We can we will cover that on the next show. Again, if you can explain Bitcoin, blockchain, and NFT, please reach out. We'd love yeah. to understand in, that in, in like one three sentence. words. Three no words. run-ons. Yeah. yeah, three words. <laughs> I mean, Bitcoins at least. That's more than three words. You're too late. Yeah, done. You're cut off. <laughs> Get out of here. No, that is three words. Bitcoins at least. <sighs> Again, it's contact. I stopped at three words. At You're Third gonna... Wheel Podcast. You spell it out. T-H-I-R-D. And it's also in the show notes. And uh, otherwise, Dave, thanks for coming on by. It's been popping. And Mike. 
I mean, I just I feel like we should NFT. It's been popping because somebody before Wesley, Wesley, before Wesley Snipes, Snipes gets on it, right? Yeah, yeah. Got to snipe that. Boom. Did you guys hear that they had to uh, uh, CGI his eyes open on Blade Three because he refused to open his eyes in the scene for some reason? <laughs> he was such a I, diva on Blade Three. I do remember hearing about that. Yeah, they had to CGI his eyes open. I, it just feels like you're making that kind of decision, and it's all right because I don't want to work anymore. I'm just gonna be a jerk. Yeah, yeah. Good old Wesley Snipes. Anyway, thanks everyone. See you next week. Bye bye. It's poppin'. Dave said. Pew pew. Coming to an NFT near you.